Welcome back to Journey Talk, the, well, I say it's the greatest podcast in El Dorado. Hey, yo. Uh, but I'm here with my, my host, I'm the co-host, I'm your co-host, Chase, as always, and my host, Mr. Patrick Turley. What's up, everybody? We're glad to be back in another week of Journey, Journey. Talk. That was lame. <laughs> I kind of liked it, though. It kind of gave, gave this Wayne's World feel. <laughs> like, Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. <laughs> but anyways, that, that, that's, that's, that's where Dirty Talk is headed. <laughs> we need to have a segment in that. <laughs> so uh, we have a special guest for you today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Her name is Miss Kaylee Clark. Welcome what to up, Journey what Talk. Up, Kaylee. Glad you're here. Say what's up to the people. What's up, Journey? My name is Kaylee. I'm in ninth grade. I go to El Dorito High School. What is something fun you do, Kaylee, in your free time? Draw. Draw. I can't draw. That's one thing I wish I could do. I'm not kidding. Is draw. Like be artistic? <laughs> well, I am artistic in many ways. But okay. drawing. <laughs> like in drawing. Yeah, like drawing. I, I, I wish I could draw. I can't draw. I just like to. I'm not good at it, though. Fair enough. <laughs> Me too. Do you draw, like, people, or do you, like, draw, like, scenes or, or like, objects, like ships and mountains? <laughs> ships? <laughs> I had to draw a little sailboat that they did in fourth grade, and it just has that shape to it with that flag at the top. No, I like draw. I like <clears throat> painting more specifically. It's flowers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I paint a lot of flowers. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So you do like the details on the petals and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yep. The reason I said ships is because <laughs> there was a guy named Carson in my in my ninth grade class. For some reason, he just got obsessed with drawing ships. Yeah. Like just different kinds. Like yeah. And and then it eventually turned into like different kinds of boats and different things like that. But that's all he could ever draw, man. <coughs> so. I was trying to find a. I was trying to come up with a funny joke about painting, but I can't come up with one. <laughs> I just always think of the Bob Ross sauce. Oh, what a legend. Yeah. No mistakes, just happy little accident. Bob, did you say Bob Ross sauce? Bob Ross sauce. What'd you say? <clears throat> Bob Ross sauce? Songs. Oh, songs. <laughs> just because I have a Texas accent, songs, not sauce. Like, dude, if he has a chip sauce, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just kind of... Continuing on with this this week, um, man, how was y'all's weekend? Like we we all attended uh, Friday night this this worship night. What what did y'all think about it? Kelly, go ahead. Oh, I thought it was a new experience. There were a lot more people there that I haven't met before that I did get to meet now. Um, I didn't know Eric could play the cello until then. Yeah, he's a it, solid cello player. It was so pretty, and I wasn't expecting it, so it yeah. was kind of breathtaking um i was no it was a lot of fun but for me it was like i was so tired Mm. like i played i played so much music (laughs) friday saturday and sunday so i was i was pretty tired my voice was tired been drinking a lot of water Mm. um a lot of vocal rehabilitation yeah a lot of hot water and tea i'm just carrying on i've done none of those things <laughs> just drank a bunch of water no it was fun though it's a good experience it was fun to worship with people in town and even out of town people from tuanda yeah that's pretty cool I, I thought it was cool that mac 
was able to make it with uh, some students, so it's pretty sweet. Yes, shout out to Wanda, aka Circle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We're glad. <clears throat> yeah, it's always good to to get together with other people who who are who are believers in the same age because sometimes you see these people in the hallways and you don't know where they're plugged into, and so. Um, all these different churches coming coming together to worship. It was just really a cool experience. So for sure, yeah. Um, today, just as we dive in, um, you know we're we're one week closer to retreat, but we're also one week closer to school being out. You mean one month? <clears throat> one week closer. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, My bad. yes, we are a month out. My bad. But yes, it's one week closer to retreat. Yeah, and and one week closer to to summer being here, so it just seems like the school year has really flown by. To be honest, it has. This yeah, for sure has. I just took a second a few weeks ago, and I was like, I'm going to be a sophomore. I remember being scared to be a freshman. Now I'm going into sophomore year of high school. It flies by. It's crazy. It flies by. Um, Today we're talking about hearing from God, and and so many times. when we come to church and we we listen during worship and we sing and even hear whoever speak, um, we hear about the hope of God, the message of God. And when we leave, sometimes we wonder, okay, well, what do I do with this? How can I apply this to my life? And so today we're going to be talking about hearing from God and just kind of starting off, you remember that video on YouTube um, that kind of went viral called Listen, Linda? Yes. Oh my gosh, that kid was hilarious. But it's just like, this kid's trying to explain his reasoning for what he's doing or what he's about to do. I can't even remember what it it was, but... All I know is he was going to get some pat-pats if he, like, pat-pats were like spankings. Pat-pats? Pat-pats, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's why he's like, listen, Linda, you pat-pat me, and we're going to throw down... (laughs) <laughs> and he, he was trying to give his reasoning for what he was doing, and she was like, "No, you listen." Like, and he was like, so set on just talking yeah. and telling her, like, "Stop talking, let me have the floor." And I was thinking about that because um, we just we just have different moments in our life, and and even even Kaylee, that's that's one of the reasons she's honest because she shared just kind of part of her story and what God's doing in her life, and and. Sometimes we can relate to this in the fact that we want to hear from God and, and we, we talk to him and, and we, we share what's going on and what we need and what we think we have and what we want in our lives. But sometimes listening is the hardest part. And I was just sharing with Chase and Kaylee before we started um, this article I was reading about listening. So many times we think listening is just, is just si- simply hearing the other person talk. But as soon as they're finished talking, we just we give our response and what we think about it. And the article was just saying that this is not classified as listening. It's just simply waiting on someone to finish so you can just say something. And that's that's honestly sometimes how we treat our relationship with God. We just we simply say, okay, God, this is this, this is this, this is this. Now tell me what I want to hear. And that couldn't be further from how he works because sometimes listening is the hardest part sometimes listening takes patience sometimes listening takes time 
And so what we're going to dive in today is like how you and I and and those that maybe are new to to this to this podcast, new to their journey in Christ, how we can be more confident in not only talking with God but hearing him out. So just today as we begin, we just want to encourage you and remind you you're not alone. And whatever's going on in life, we, we want you to know we're there praying for you and walking with you. So, um, one thing, and this will open the floor, um, Chase, Kaylee, whoever. Um, some of the biggest obstacles are when we when we experience Christ, when we when we've given our lives to Him. One of the biggest struggles in the beginning is okay, I've given my life to Christ. Now, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. So. How do we handle the obstacle of what we want to see happen versus allowing God to to reveal to us what he wants us to do? Yeah. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, I, I mean, I, I think I say this every week, but like being a Christian is not in, in a, a huge equation. It really mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you get to know you get to know Jesus by reading His Word. You really do. That's all there is. And you pray and you talk to Him. You have a relationship with Him. That's how you get to experience Him. That's how you get to know Him. That's how you get to hear Him, hear from Him. Um, Bible tells us to pray constantly, consistently. Sorry, consistent. Well, constantly, constantly or consistently. Are oh, you talking? To me? Yeah. <laughs> Constantly, yeah. Without without ceasing, I, mean, I would say both. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. You know, uh, listening is a hard thing for for a lot of people. Just to sit down and like listen, like uh, I think Jesus. I don't know. If, yeah, I think Jesus said this. I'm pretty sure he did. But when he's talking about praying, like there's people who pray out loud and they're like they have their reward. Like people notice them. That's their reward for praying like out in the streets and stuff. But like if you're really seeking him out, you go into a quiet place, go into a closet, shut the door and pray. And then you listen. Um but not I think I think God is just staying like like in your prayer be vulnerable to what he has for you. Be open to what he has. Mm-hmm. Cuz sometimes I think we expect God to do what we want, to, what we want Him to do. Yeah. Can you look at me while I'm talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna face the mic because if I don't, it, it goes away. Just, because I'm like talking to the back of your head. It's like so frustrating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyways, does that make sense, though? Yeah, it does. Being, I don't. Anyways. Uh, being open to what he has. Because I think most of the times it's like, um, the question comes back to like, what's, how do I put this? Actually, Mike Donahue just wrote a book about this and this is the title. But, uh, it's, uh, like, I can't think of it. You have to look it up. Mike Donahue, it's a, it's a, it's a book he just wrote. Um, look it up and that's what I'm talking about <laughs> on and on we go here we go plug <clears throat> uh, if you don't know who Mike Donahue is he's the front man for 10th Avenue North lead singer 
Ooh, I like them. Okay. Anyways, that's all I have. Okay. I think I don't. That that probably didn't even make sense whatsoever. <laughs> so, thanks, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so he. Let's open it up to you, Kaylee, because you're you're a student who who, you know, this year you're like you said you're a freshman and and going from middle school to high school can sometimes be difficult, but um, you shared with me a couple a couple days ago and even even a couple weeks ago just kind of how this has been kind of like the banner that you've not only been challenged with but also you're learning. Um, to overcome in some of the obstacles you faced as far as 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 far as this topic of hearing from God um, what do you feel is most challenging in the sense of distinguishing you know is this what I want or is this what God wants in my life I think it's just a matter of um, I'm not sure exactly what to how to word that but it's kind of your gut feeling more of almost if you know something is good or bad you can feel you're like I know I'm not supposed to do that or let's go the good direction and do what we're supposed to Mm. because that's where the feeling of regret comes from is doing the wrong thing and then like not only doing the wrong thing but then continuing to do it so I think one of the hardest things for me was finding out where to start Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, kind of like what Chase said earlier, just consistency and trying to find, trying to listen and find what he's wanting you to do. So do you find that it's easier to talk to God, but it's it's more difficult to listen? I think so. It, I think it depends on the person, but for me, I think it's harder to listen because... Like what you said earlier, it's easier for us to talk to someone other than listen, but it's a necessary thing for everyone to do. You need to listen to everyone's perspective, including God's specifically. That's one of the good ones, but I think it's <clears throat> I think it's difficult for for people people who are accepting Christ. Um because I think we hear a lot about the Old Testament scripture where God is, is speaking audibly to these people. Mm-hmm. Moses, uh, through a burning bush, um, Abraham, all these people. And I think we have this mindset of, well, he's going to audibly speak to me. Well, I've, I've never experienced it. If you have, if you have experienced it, people who are listening, lucky you. Because <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but I, I just, I, there was a feeling, there was one time, one time, and it was more of a feeling. <laughs> I'm laughing for a specific reason. Um, I, I was praying just like, God, what, what do you want to do in my life? What do you want from me? And it was just as simple as that. And I sat there, I closed my eyes, I was silent and I just kind of just leaned into him and just in a moment. I had my my whole back just got really warm. And I'm saying he said to me, but it was more of a feeling. He said to me. I know he's t- he spoke to me, though, because I, I just know it in my spirit. He said, a relationship with me is like a marriage. 
and in a marriage two people have to say I do and he's already said I do now he's just waiting for you to say it back and that's literally what I got and so it just takes it just takes like just just sitting down and like being still and just kind of leaning into him and uh, just having a an intimate conversation I think uh, it's cool that the Jesus taught has taught us how to pray and like what to pray you know our father the Lord's prayer mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but yeah I think it just takes being still listening not um, getting in your head like getting your own understanding because a lot of times you can pray and you start to have this conversation in your head instead of your heart. Yeah. So think of it like like cell phones, right? <clears throat> say say I have a cell phone and you have a cell phone, right? I have a cell phone. Chase, you do too. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not you're not in this illustration. All right, I'm gonna step back. <laughs> say say it's just it's you and me on the phone, right? You call me to talk. Mm-hmm. You you call you say hey Patrick are you there and and I say yeah what's up and you begin to talk about why you called correct yeah but do you when you say when you <clears throat> say the last thing say like hey I was just calling to let you know that we have this this soccer game this Friday and uh, it starts at six thirty cool do you just immediately hang up and then and then that's the end of the conversation or do you wait to see what I'm gonna say no oh, I wait to see what you're gonna say. And so that's the first thing that I think a lot of times we miss is checking the receiver. See, the part of God that lives in us is the Holy Spirit. It longs to connect with God in heaven. This is the two-way call. So that tugging you were talking about earlier is the Holy Spirit. That's the confirmation inside of you. That is what's affirming. That is what fills you up. Is Because here is the proof, but it's longing to connect here. So through that call, just like you would, you you realize things that you are longing for that that God is saying, "Hey, this is how you grow in me." Like Chase was pointing out through His Word, through prayer, it's it's something that is that is simple, but a lot of people miss. And one of the hardest Lobby. things Lobby. is is simply saying, "Okay, when you're coming to me with with your heart's desire, now what am I going to do?" Am I expecting to hear from God or simply hang up the phone and wait for results? See, this is the first thing is checking the receiver. It's it's having the expectation of God. I'm voicing what's going on, but I'm also waiting in confidence that you're going to respond no matter how long the wait. See, the reason from his story is this. There was no agenda. There wasn't say, God, you have 15 seconds or I'm done. He simply was saying, God, I'll wait on you. And when we come to him with that, we start to see the endurance of our faith build. Because when you wait, what you're saying is this. No matter the time, it's not going to alter the results of who you are to me, God. I'm just bringing what's going on in my heart and in my head. And simply saying, okay, God, you move as you see fit. So when we check our receiver, when we're saying, okay, God... I'm expecting to hear from you. You're saying I'm gonna listen until you until you speak. 
through your word, through your prayer. And in that, he moves. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Secondly is finding the frequency. So many times we have this routine that we spend, but so many times we're not really tuned into what he's saying because we think he should come in with like a loud, hey, this is God. <coughs> Welcome back, my child. Like, in whatever voice you think. Zeus from Hercules. <laughs> or uh, Hercules, my boy. <laughs> oh, that sounded nothing like Zeus. <laughs> but it's it's just like, when. how do you find the frequency, and this is it, this is it for, for you that are listening. If you... If you have the expectancy to hear from God, the more time you spend with him, the easier it gets to distinguish when he's talking. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're tuning into who he is, not who we try to make him to be. Well, how do I know what God is talking about? It aligns with his word. People are like, well, God told me to go do this and this and this and this and this. If it's not lining up with his word, that's still personal. That, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with God. One of my friends told me one time when I was when I was seven. I still remember this. He said seven. Seven. He said hey, you're thirty. <laughs> I got a good memory, bro. He said he said God told me to take the bubble gum from my brother. <laughs> I said. Why did he do that? He said, because he eats too much sugar. <laughs> I said, what'd you do with it? He said, I put it all in my mouth. <laughs> I said, so you took all your brother's bubble gum and ate it and said, God made me do it? He said, yep. Oh, and I goodness. said, bro. And so that back then, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. But think about how many times we play that car. Like, oh, God, God wants me to do this. A lot of times we have an agenda mm-hmm. of what we want to see. But a lot of times we, it's nowhere near what God is saying. Because he can speak in that still, small voice. He can speak so clearly and so softly that it's not yelling in your face, Hey, wake up! Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so when we're tuned in to saying, God, I want to hear from you, and we're, we're spending day after day time with him, intentional time, not just by mistake, not just because we feel like it's a job or we have to, but truly wanting to know God more in our life, that's how we learn to discern his voice and know what is right and what is wrong. And so hearing God's voice becomes easier in distinguishing because we've built that time up spending with him. Just like you and and your friends, and we've talked about this before, the more time you spend with somebody texting, spending time hanging out, spending time in person, the more you get to know them, the stronger the friendship becomes, right? Yeah. Same thing. This is how we get to know God more. This is how we grow in confidence is through our prayer life and through through seeing what his word says about him and about his love for us. That's how we can grow stronger. So here's a question, just kind of, kind of getting to the to the back half. One thing in my life that, I, you know, you've experienced, you shared your experience, Chase. 
one thing for me is I was playing music, and if you know me, you've heard this story, but I was playing music, and I and this was my dream. I loved playing <laughs> drums. But 2013 was was kind of, I was starting to feel a little disconnected from music. I was starting to feel a little pulled away, like you were saying, Kaylee. And this verse came into my life that just like impressed upon my heart. And it was just Isaiah 6, 8, it says this. And the Lord said, whom shall I send who will go for us? And I said, here am I, send me. Patrick didn't say that, Isaiah said it. I said Isaiah 6, 8. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so... Again, Isaiah six eight. I didn't say that, but <laughs> this verse became like a honestly like a banner or a beacon in my life that every day this verse was impressed on my heart, and I and I just felt like God was asking me that same question: Will you go for me? And I didn't know what that meant. Like I was doing music, I was traveling, doing all these retreats and camps. I didn't know where did you want me to go, God. But when I really stopped and listened. And really just thought on this verse and really said, God, what are you trying to say to me? This is where he unveiled it. Because I, I came to a point where I was like, you know, I could keep putting this off or I could simply embrace it and uncover God's purpose and plan for this. And through that, he was like, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt because it wasn't something that I could do on my own. It was something that he was calling me into. But the way that I discovered is by doing those things of just truly listening in with the expectation of hearing from him and spending that quality time to learn his voice, to know his will, and the results show. He showed up. And so for me, that was the confirmation that when his word is saying something, that's when we know when we know how to respond so how how for Christians can we know how to respond to, to Christ and, and this is the verse that just to kind of throw out there to talk about John 10 21 says this my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me see God makes it abundantly clear because here's the thing Jesus uses this reference so much of my sheep hear my voice Sheep are not a smart animal. I don't know if you know this or not, but they're not very bright. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> but here's the thing. Think of how many times we, we miss him. Think of how much he has to simplify it down mm-hmm. for us to understand. But he says, those that know me, they hear me and they follow. Why? Because it doesn't take a crazy complex algebraic equation to know him. He simply says, come follow me. And he'll show us the way. Mm-hmm. He'll teach us about his love. He'll teach us what it means to live for him. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing like, hey, there's a hundred things, Kaylee, <laughs> that you have to do in order to get it. No, he simply says, listen, I know where I know where you've been on your own in your life. But come follow me, and I'll show you what living, what love, what hope, what purpose, what plan I have for you looks like. And it changes the whole narrative of your life. It transforms who you are. Mm -hmm. 
because it takes you out of living for the world and what you thought you were fighting your on your own for so long and it realizes and you and you realize wow there's someone who's been there all along i just had to stop for a moment to see it mm-hmm. what's your thoughts um i can relate to that last part a lot of like needing to take a second and just stop and just listen but cuz i got off track really bad a few years ago and i and i'm getting back and i'm better than i have ever been as far as now i'm more interactive with him and i've just and i know this is not necessarily how you should do it but if i'm going through a rough patch like for example, last week I took an algebra uh, algebra test. <laughs> algebra. <laughs> I took an algebra test. Well, you said algebraic equation. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was taking an algebra test and I I got four questions, three and a half questions done. I wrote down an ACB table, and then I just kind of looked at it, just shook my head, and I was like, no, nope, can't do it. So I set my head on the table, and I was like, yeah, might as well pray. I was like, Jesus help. And then later, I gave it a few minutes, I looked at it, and I just started rushing through all the answers. Still got a D on it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was better than me getting three questions and failing. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> uh, to to kind of follow up on that, um, in that sense, like, we have to do our part as well. Mm. Yeah. You know? We have to spend time doing our part. Like Patrick said about the uh, kind of just like sitting the phone down, just walking away and be like, all right, it's in your hands now. I'm going to go shoot some hoops outside, <laughs> eat some cannolis, <laughs> like just chill, you know? Like, it's that pursuit. I mean, I feel like if you, like, I remember when I was when I was a middle schooler, uh, I played basketball, and I was a starter. <clears throat> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and I, he would take me out probably <laughs> the third quarter and I would uh, I'd be like coach like can I can I go back in and he's like no I just I'm not you're not ready yet just sit down just wait for a little bit and I'd be like coach like can I please can I go back in he's like I, no you know you're not ready yet I don't want you to go back in and uh, again coach just put me in. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to put And he's like, you're not you're not going in. Not yet. I think a lot of us want to rush what God is doing in our life, and it becomes our own will instead of his. Mm. And that constant knock at the door is okay, I, th- I believe. The constant knock at the door is okay. But just rushing what God has in store for you kind of just eliminates the the uh, the prayer aspect. Because if you're going to pray and you're going to keep knocking at the door, you wait and you wait some more and you wait because maybe he's not ready for you, but you got to know that he's working that for your good. Mm. Yeah, so 
<clears throat> I kind of went off track with you got to do your part. <clears throat> but that just, that was in my heart. Just as you that were rhymes. saying that, I'd, I'd written this down prior, but it says, to know God's will for your life, you must first know God. Mm. <clears throat> first. I didn't read that, I promise. No, but that, I'm just saying, like, that's that's how it lines up. I mean, you see it right there. Yeah. But I have bad handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> to know God's will, you must first know him first. <laughs> how do you read that? <laughs> But, I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, even that, it's like, whoa, we didn't even talk about that. You didn't even see it. But that's that's how he works. That's how he moves things together. It's like, whoa, only he can do that. You know, he can only reveal certain things. And so, for us, it's, it's having, Kaylee, that endurance to say, you know, I'm not going to stop waiting at the door for you to to show me what your will is for my life because in the midst of waiting he's he's showing you more of himself first Mm -hmm. because sometimes in order to be able to walk into what his plan and purpose for your life is you first have to be strengthened in him and filled up in him to be able to go do what he has for you you see what i'm saying yeah so the more time you're spending with him regardless of of how long it is he's equipping you daily how? Because the time that you're spending in prayer, it's 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 important to your walk, regardless. It's crucial to your confidence in who He is. The time you spend in His Word, that's strengthening your heart from the inside out to be secure in Him. So the, that that daily that daily motivation is teaching you endurance and and strength in Him first. Let him be worried about providing the opportunity and, and the direction and plan of purpose. You be faithful in simply waiting for him each day in not only talking but listening. Mm-hmm. Get to know him first so that he can show you more of his will, his plan, and his purpose for your life. Because when you start to know him <clears throat> first, then you start to uncover his will and his plan. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So instead of praying and then putting God in, in the back of your mind, like you're always having Him up front. You're always. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to pray. You don't have to close your eyes and pray this glorious, wonderful prayer for Him to listen. Mm-hmm. But having Him, like in the front, in the in the front of your mind, always, like that's how we're always. Uh, what's the word? Aware. Aware of Him. Yeah. Nice word. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, well, Kayla, we appreciate you being on the podcast with us. This now is our longest podcast. <laughs> it is 35 minutes. See, we told you it'd fly by. You didn't even know it was that long, or maybe you did. I don't know. Nope. But, Kayla, we appreciate you being on here. Yeah. And so, um, again, with Journey Talk, we w- we just want to remind you, if you're a first-time listener, Maybe you're you're in pursuit and search of answers to questions that you're facing in your life. Um, we just want you to know that you're not alone. Um, that there's God who loves you, and there's hope and plan and future for your life. Um, maybe you don't see it right now, and maybe you're wanting to hear from Him. Know His will and His love for your life first, and know that He's there listening. Chase, you want to encourage Him with anything before we sign off? Uh, 
I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't have anything. You Chase just like, you just got it. Chase will be Chase like we'll be back next week. Yeah. No, Kayla, yeah. what about you? You want to say anything to the people for we? Just don't give up. If because I've been waiting a while. I kind of grew up with my mom was like, "You have such a big heart. You're such a caring person." And then the last month or two, I was like, "Maybe that's my calling. Like I'm gonna start helping people because that's where always where my heart's been at." Mm. And so I'm kind of eager to know where it is now, like you were saying, just always wanting to know what he's doing and just... Being aware. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting back and like, this is your plan for me. But just don't give up on his plan. Just wait it out. Mm. Awesome. So. You always got to ask yourself, is it glorifying? Is it is it uh, edifying? Glorifying, edifying. <laughs> if you don't know what edifying means, you can look it up. <laughs> what was that author? I, I might, I might have to look it up myself. Well, Mark, Mark, Mike, Mike Donahue, Mark Donahue, Mike, Mike, Mike Donahue. Yeah, we still don't know the book. But it's like God's plan for my will or something like that. Okay. Just, just look it up. <laughs> Amazon.com. All right, Mike Donahue, Ten Thousand North. So we hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Again. uh Spring retreat is is about a month away, so we'll be gearing up for that over this month, and Please. so we're a week closer to it. So, yeah, I thought you said it was a week. Week, a week closer. <laughs> All these people are gonna start thinking retreat is in a month. In a month, May the third through the fifth. Yeah. So, well, we love you. We hope you have an awesome week, Kaylee. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Yeah. You rock. Um, tomorrow night is journey so it's going to be it's going to be exciting time podcast will go Thursday so we love you guys praying for you have an awesome week bye